Hello, Ozzy here for your podcast here with Ozzy Tells All. Well, hopefully everyone is doing well. Um, the, this is a scary time out there with the with this COVID-19 virus, the coronavirus we have out here, and hopefully everyone's doing well. Wash your hands. Um, just go out when you, when you need to. Uh, be safe. You know, um, all that. And all that, I hope we ha- we you're, you're you're doing well. Well, tonight I had Dennis Mackhart on the podcast. He came back on the podcast tonight. Talk about WrestleMania it happened over the last two day, two nights, Saturday and Sunday night. Um, from the crowdless performing arts performing center um, in Orlando, Florida. Very eerie, very eerie feeling. Um, it was interesting, um, to the least. There were some very peculiar events happening, um, matches that were Taker versus AJ Styles was very interesting, uh, cheesy, and then tonight with Cena and Bray Wyatt was also very uh, puzzling as well, so um, we last night's match with Edge and Andy Orton was fantastic, we had a ladder match with Morrison, Uso, and Cup Kingston was really good. We had a lot of matches, you know, a lot of good matches, uh, good talks. WrestleMania, about wrestling, about the world. Um, just a fun a fun chat we had with, with DMAC. And hope, hopefully you enjoyed it as much as I, as I did. Well, here is our conversation. Hello and welcome to episode 216 of the podcast. Here, welcome back to us on the, on the podcast tonight. Thanks for having me back. Not a problem. And how how are you doing today tonight? Doing doing good. Doing good. That's good. Well, getting to the show here, I just want to let um, people know that actually, just people know that just uh, the virus is taking hold of this nation. Hopefully, everyone's doing well, and hopefully, they're taking care of yourselves and not getting infected out there. You know. Yes, everybody, uh, stay home and listen to podcasts and be safe. And TV shows and all that good stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Well, WrestleMania was this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, just without, get, without get, giving anything away, what was your overall thought on this year's version of the WrestleMania this year? Well, you know, you and I have talked about this a little in private, and yeah. I didn't necessarily think it was a good idea to do something from the empty arena performance center. Right. I... I, I know that the TV tapings that they did were kind of awkward and, and didn't turn out great. But I guess in the end, I appreciate that uh, they at least tried to give us some new programming and some new, dare I say, sporting events since yeah. baseball's canceled, hockey's canceled, basketball's canceled. Yep. So, I mean... You know, if 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 this is if this is our option for new sports, I suppose I appreciate that. Well, yeah, at least they try to give 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 a little go, give it a go at least. You know. Yeah. Um. Now you said you'll you'll do the day one. So what do you have for for day one's um um observations there for you? Well, um, for day one, um, I know I know before this even happened, I, I had told you that um. That, that WrestleMania Nine might have a serious contender for the worst <laughs> WrestleMania of all time now. Right, right. I I can say that WrestleMania Nine still safely holds the title for the worst WrestleMania ever. Okay. 
Um, you know, this there were some kinks, and not every match was great. In fact, hardly any matches were great. But yeah, uh, I it they they did what they could with what they had, and and it could have been a whole lot worse. Now, I will say, full disclosure, I did not see the pre-show of night one. Yeah. I didn't go back on the network and watch it. Um, I will say from that, opening match was Cesaro versus Drew, Drew Goodlock. It was a pretty short match, like five minutes at length. I think five or six minutes at <clears throat> the most. And it was just like back and forth, hit, 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 you know, elbows to the, you know, to the Cesaro to the chin. He had Gluck high flying, and then it was like, then it was uh, Cesaro had just had to spin around, and then he was over. It was it was done. So <laughs> it, was, it was a very quick match. Like, okay, that's why it's a pre-show match. Yeah, w- would have been a Monday Night Raw match otherwise, probably. Or maybe, or maybe a dark show match. You know. There we <laughs> <Because>. go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, show kicks off. Uh, you know the tradition. If you ever watched the um, History of WrestleMania uh, hmm. documentary, I have not. Um, pretty good. You know, everyone that was involved kind of gives their insights into WrestleMania. And yeah. um, I won't, you know, beat that point up too much because if people are interested, they'll just watch it anyway. But uh, right. the, um, one of the things they touched on in that documentary was how every WrestleMania they open with someone singing America the Beautiful. Yes. And Vince McMahon said that, you know, he kind of bucked tradition with that because pressure was on him for it to be the national anthem. Okay. And he was like, no, the national anthem, it's, it's, it's overdone, especially at sporting events. Personally, I think America the Beautiful is a better song. So that's how that was born in WrestleMania. Okay. And so they opened with that montage of, of past performances. Um, I, I like that. I was that was that's where I was heading with that. Like, what did you think of that? Well, I thought it was cool to see like <clears throat> Charles and Uther Franklin. I think was on there. And, she was. Uh, you had uh, uh, Willie Willie Nelson, Boys to Men. Yeah, you had a lot of huge acts on there, and it was just like a memory. Wayne thing going on there and I think it was very very nice to see everything go go like that and also yeah it was just a, it was just a fun thing to see like just a fun montage I think it was awesome it was it was and and you know there's two approaches they could have taken with that there was kind of do it the way they did or one that I think may have been equally good or a complete disaster I can't think mm-hmm. right now through the filter of time but uh kind of having one of those like big name performer sings it you know from their living room and they stream it type thing like the like yeah. the, the home concerts they've been showing like on zoom exactly yeah. exactly yeah so um you know would that have, if anything that would have been a nice time capsule you know for 20 years from now people who either are too young now to remember this or who weren't even alive at this time. Right. That's going to be an interesting thing for them to, to see this, this particular moment in time. Just that's how the world was operating. Right now. It's, you know, <laughs> I mean, you, you turn on the news and it's all the reporters from home. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I mean, um, I personally would would rather just enjoy what they what they did, but that was that also be a nice nice thing to see as well. But, yeah, but you never but, know though, because it, it's a live performance. You don't know if you never know if it'll like go down or not. You know, you never, <laughs> you never, you never know. <laughs> Or, you know, maybe people that have been lip syncing all this time <laughs> doing that on the web. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> one, of my fa- one of my favorites, Beyonce, got busted doing it, too. <laughs> yeah. They all did it. You know, you, you know, they all do it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, in, you know, I mean, if, if you're going to keep WrestleMania going, that is, I mean, th- there are a lot of WrestleMania traditions. And that's yeah. one of the richest ones. So they that's found right. a they found a creative way to keep it going. <laughs> they did. Applaud to applaud to them. <laughs> applaud to that. Um, yeah. the, the pirate theme. Do you think they should have kept that, or do you think it, it was completely out of place now that they're not at Raymond James Stadium? Well, I think it was it was okay because they did a, they probably did a whole budget budget thing with with the, with with the Tampa, Tampa anyway. And they had all this theme at themed out, all this stuff filmed and all that. So I thought it was it was fine because they had a big big intro, they had big productions and all that. So I think it was just fine to have it at, as it was. And also Jack Sparrow was the Jeff was the uh, voiceover guy for the for both for, for, for both nights. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was that was Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh... And let's face it, they probably filmed most of those three or four months ago and had to use that's, them now. That's what I'm saying, yeah. They already had it all done, you know. Yep. All right, well then, uh, so the kickoff match. Yep. Uh, women's tag team titles. Uh, yes. The Kabuki Warriors versus Nikki Cross and your girl, Alexa Bliss. My girl, yes. I mean, <laughs> um, two things here. I don't know. I have a, I have a obsession with Asians. I just love Asians, but um, this case I rooted it against them um, <laughs> for Alexa Bliss. Now, however, I cannot stand Nikki Cross. Never have, never liked her. I was kind of hoping that they might lose and like they can I have like a little. Uh, He'll turn for Miss from Miss Bliss and get rid of Nikki Cross because I can't mm-hmm. that bitch. Well, and you know, uh, this WrestleMania was interesting because I watched with my wife, who's not really a wrestling fan, but yeah. uh, with with not much going on right now, and and you know, she has always kind of tolerated it, <laughs> which I appreciate. <laughs> but um, sure. uh, I was telling her that Nikki Cross, when she's in character. I can't yeah. stand her, but right. as an in-ring performer, she's she's very technically sound. She's good. Yep. She doesn't botch a lot of spots. Yep. So I feel like this win, she is someone who deserves a push, but is not ready to be pushed solo yet. Okay. Well. Um. So I think that this was kind of, that this was kind of a reward for her. Okay. Um. And, you know, because, uh, I mean, Alexa Bliss, she doesn't need her stock lifted anymore. She's already a bona fide star, former champion. Yeah. Oscar, same thing. Kyrie, yep. Kyrie Sane, I think, is one of the most underrated performers on the No doubt. She's, she's amazing. She is. She's fantastic. And 
Um, I don't know how many people know this, but she worked the uh, Royal Rumble match with a concussion. Did she really? Yeah. Um, she worked the uh, the tag match. It was her and Asuka against Becky and Charlotte, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she worked that match with a concussion. <laughs> That's um, crazy. It is. So uh, the match itself, what do you think? Um, it was pretty quick. Um match um now i just thought at first it was the asians going at it uh pretty hard pretty hard there and then alexa bliss and the cross were going back at it and they were taking over for a while and then back and forth and then eventually it was just cross and and then eventually bliss took a lot bliss took a beating for a long time i was like man that poor girl you know and then she somehow found a way to get back in the ring at the end, get the pin. But um, I thought it was a pretty good. I'll give it like a B plus, I think, on the on the match. What, what do you think about that one? Um, that that's about what I was thinking too. Um, you know, it's it's always a very delicate balance between finding whether or not a match is too long or too short. Right. And um, I, I think that considering they they had four people whose talents they had to showcase in that. I think that they did pretty good. Um, yep. Some classic heel face stuff where the bad team you know, <laughs> cuts the ring in half and yeah. beats on Nikki Cross for a significant amount of time Ooh, so that when she makes the tag, it's big and dramatic. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, I couldn't stand the yelling from uh, Oscar. It was just so much... Play- it wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't for like no crowd noise. But yeah, it was so deafening. I was like, "Oh my, stop! Just stop!" And and another thing that and this is going to come up a lot as we discuss this, but uh, yeah. you and I had mentioned that too that you can hear every little thing without that crowd noise. Exactly, all the talking, everything. It's... Yep you can you can hear it when they call the spots to each other. You know? Yep, it's awesome uh, though. It's an awesome aspect, you know, little aspect, you know, to, as for listening to it's pretty cool. You know what it feels like? It kind of feels like, uh, it kind of feels like DVD special features on a movie, you know? Oh, okay. It, there you it, go. It's very behind the scenes. You get to kind of, you get more of a feel for how things are done and executed. Like tough enough, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yes, uh, new raw women's tag team champions oh yeah Uh, that'll be it'll it'll be good to see them develop that division um, yeah i i feel this is something you're gonna for people that don't already know you're going to um do a deep dive into the previous wrestlemanias yes and one of the things i think that is going to surprise you the most is from about 86 to 90 maybe 87 mm-hmm. to 90 the tag team division was one of the hottest things in wrestling i've heard i mean i've seen clips though i've like the mm-hmm. the rockers and all that good all that stuff and yeah. and uh AO, whatever um the aop, AOP the apa but farouk and bradshaw yeah, right yep those are fan those are great but 
Um, yeah, the, the tag teams back in the then were, were, were insanely good. And it looks like they're moving in that direction again, so who's hoping on that? Yes, absolutely. It'd be nice. So, uh, next match, Elias and Baron Corbin. <laughs> do, do you want to talk <laughs> about this match? <laughs> oh, God. Um, I like both these guys, actually. I, I, I'm a huge heel heel mm-hmm. guy. Um, I just thought that Corbin's always like talking his at talking out of his ass all the time. Like I'm your king, the king is here. About about bend your knee mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And um, at first, Elias came out guns blazing. You know he and then um, the match wasn't very that memorable that for me at all. But I did like when Elias took the guitar and smashed it against his face and. And all that, and to my reference, I do believe that Elias should win this match. He he did, he did. He uh, he won it with um, he won it with a handful of trunks. Which uh, oh, that's it, right. He that's right. He rolled over. Yeah, him. yeah. Which you normally see from King from Corbin. Didn't King didn't, didn't he had Corbin have like his his legs on the ropes at one point? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and referee so. Jessica Jessica caught him and. Oh, you know her name? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Jessica. There you go. I know a few, a few of the guys' names. I don't know. I don't know the, the female, the newer ones. I guess I don't she, know. she just got They're promoted to the main roster. She was a big part of NXT. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. They they for some storyline time. Otherwise, I might not know that stuff. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I know like Mike Kyoto. And- Mike Kyoto, um, the Headers. If you go back through history, yeah, there's a yeah. There uh, he. He's a little dirty, but storylines and all that. But and back in the Vince days. But uh, what what you think about about the fight itself? Your your Matt, your thoughts on that? Well, match? yeah, it was what it was. Uh, I yeah. agree with the uh, guitar spot at the beginning because um, yeah, you know it, it it it's one of those things where you know the rules of wrestling are sort of this vaporous entity where where they don't really talk about him and maybe something that got someone disqualified in one match didn't get him disqualified at a different one. So um, I like that they really kind of followed the rule book and made it clear that, oh, no, you jumped the guy outside the ring before the bell. He hit you with a guitar. Sorry about your luck, man. But we hadn't run about it. He didn't get disqualified for that. Yeah, I actually, I remember this match a lot more now. Um, I was loving, I was, I was laughing so hard when Corbin was saying, um, Elias won't show up to the arena and all yeah, Just like, award me the forfeit. Just count to 10 and he was like, then he was like, done. He was, he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Surprisingly, they came out just in time. Yep. Yep. And the whole word on the street was that he was too injured to make it. And Cole's like, <laughs> How is he? How is he? Oh, it was two weeks ago, so I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, um, you know, Michael Cole is a pretty decent commentator now. Um, love, I love, and and you know, I've I've watched his whole career. Um, from from when he first started, he was just kind of the straight man on SmackDown. And then he went through that phase where he was 
terrible heel commentator. Not, not, not terrible as in a bad job, but like how, how, how despicable he was and he was mocking Jerry Lawler after this heart attack. Yeah. 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 But I think they found a good niche for him. He's been with the company long enough now that he's respected. He, you know, um, again, you're going to do a deep dive into the WrestleManias. And I can tell you the commentary on some of those early WrestleManias was better than the matches. And I thought the matches were solid. Um, Particularly when you get to like WrestleManias four, five, six, seven, eight. um, Just hilarious. You'll be, you'll be in stitches. (laughs) Um, So yeah. uh, Shout out to Michael Cole. There we go. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say about Elias and King Corbin? It was uh, (laughs) Uh, unremarkable. I mean, everyone knows it was a filler match, but um, yeah. At the same time, it was it was a well worked match. You you know me. I'm I'm an old school guy. I like uh, I like I like storytelling. Yeah. Um, it was good. I agree. Uh, moving on. Um, the reason I watch wrestling again, Becky Lynch. Yeah. Um, Becky I had Lynch. Stopped, I had stopped cold turkey for ten years to the point to where wow. I didn't know who any of these people's names were. Um, yeah, pe- yeah I, I missed the whole Daniel Bryan movement. I missed CM Punk's entire career. Um, wow. And and people would you know tell me, hey, you, maybe you should check out the show again. Maybe you should check out the show again. Yeah. But it wasn't until last year's WrestleMania, um, the main event, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and uh, that, was awesome. that uh, people people got me interested enough to to want to watch it. And, and Becky Lynch has probably been my favorite character over that entire time. So mm-hmm. uh, awesome. her, her, her uh, title defense, Shayna Baszler. This was this was a tough match for me because um, I like both of them. I respect both of their abilities. Um, I would have been fine with Shayna Baszler winning the title, but no matter who takes it off, or I'm going to be sad because that's going to be the end of an era. Even even if she went back the next night on Raw, I'm still going to be sad. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't like Baszler. I mean, uh, she's like like she's she's like a like a man child or something. I don't. (laughs) And she's like a cage fighter. She bites bites people's ears off, necks off. I don't know what she does in the ring. Um, she's she's good. Don't get me wrong. She's good. She, I respect her talent, but she's just not my style. Yeah, and um, maybe this was too soon for her to get a big um, main roster push. Yeah, she's 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 came up here recently. I'm not sure. It's been not that long. Ago. Um, yeah, I mean, basically since the Royal Rumble because she. Uh, yeah. She lost the NXT women's title to Rhea Ripley, and then there was just like, okay, well, let's right. throw her into the raw fold now. And yeah, um, but uh, match overall, I thought it was like an A plus on the scale. There, it was pretty. I, I agree. I would. I whatever your rating system is, you know, A plus, four stars, nine out of ten. Right. It was a fantastic match. It really was. It was good. It was. It could have stood to be a little longer, I think. 
I, I agree with um, that. You know, they're, they're, but again, without an audience, a lot of those big yeah. drama spots go unappreciated. Yeah. And let me just say, it's, for me, it's like, without the audience in the crowd in the stands like it's hard for me to take the ring announcer like so seriously he's like and you're a winner yeah yeah it's like, like um, who who are you telling this to Gronk and Rally <laughs> they already know she won they're right there <laughs> they're right there man <laughs> it's just weird but I know he has to do it though but it's just weird to me. I, I would agree with that it's it's a little uncomfortable and um, same with like moments of long silence in some of these matches. I know. It, it's like I, I kept feeling like my audio was cutting out. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was, I was like, oh, is the audio, you know, like out or muted or something? What what's happening here? But yeah, no, it, it is weird. But you know, it is what it is. You know. Um, but yeah, solid match. Um, but. If I'm not mistaken, Becky won it with just a simple pinfall. She did. She didn't do anything no, special. Yeah. Kind of, I was kind of surprised. I was too. I was too. I was thinking they'd do kind of a uh, David and Goliath sort of thing there. Yeah, even though she's a huge motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but basically, that is. She's enormous, but I get what you're saying there. But um, yeah, it was just a very simple pinfall. Yep. Yep. Um, good, clean match, though. I mean,. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no high spots, no tap outs. So, yep. you know, while we're on the topic, surprising lack of submissions in this whole pay-per-view, if we're being honest. There was one, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I believe that was, uh, in the, um, women's fatal four-way match. I think someone. T- well, no, that, that was, uh. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It was Charlotte. It was Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley. Yep. Ta- that's right. We, we we'll, which which yep. we'll get to. Uh, yep. Yeah. So Becky Lynch retains. Um, she is now one year plus champion. Impressive. Um, where do they go from here? Um, well... I don't know. I mean, she's beating um, everyone on the Raw roster. Maybe just scratch again. I don't know. Maybe call someone up from NXT. Who knows? Maybe it's I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it could be maybe Ronda comes back and, and takes her out. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Rousey, because there's been talk about it on the internet about about her coming back soon. Well, and they've had some big signings recently too. Um, Mercedes Martinez. Former uh, former TNA knockout, former MMA fighter. Um, she was in the women's Rumble match and had a fairly impressive showing, but then we haven't heard anything from her since. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll definitely be interested to see what happens after WrestleMania. And all yep, that. yep. But uh, yeah, that that first Raw after WrestleMania is always a big deal. But where do we go from here? <laughs> Exactly. You know, exactly. I, I think that the writers are just as confused as we are right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, next throwaway match of the night. We've already, <laughs> we've already talked about uh, you know, it wasn't terrible, but uh, no. again, it was a filler match. Next filler match was uh, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Oh, Lord. 
Uh, what are what did, did anything really stick out? No, I mean I love both these guys. I love Brian. I love Zane. Zane is a is a great heel. He's a good he's a good athlete. Um, but both their styles are the same, pretty much. Both kind of the same style. Both athletic guys, high flyers. Um, I just thought it was a very vanilla match. Um, straightforward. It was pretty quick. Ten minutes. I think it was like maybe a ten minute match. I think it was, if, if that. And it was it was just kind of a blah to me. I, I expected more for this matchup. Yeah, me too. Um, and on a completely separate note, I feel like these big entourage matches in a time when we're really trying to promote social distancing and in a time when we're really trying to limit the number of people we have at gatherings. I feel like it was just irresponsible to have so many people involved in the match that weren't in the match. True. Now, I I would I would expect though that Vince McMahon tested everyone before they got in and everything, so I'm sure everything was up to code before they went. Yes, in. which is actually kind of why some of the matches were changed because some people are in quarantine. Um, Ray Mysterio is in quarantine. Who is he? I know. I believe. I don't know if it's the Miz or if it's one of the other people from one of the other tag teams, but I know the reason the six-man tag match ended up becoming a three-man ladder match was because someone from that group is in quarantine as well. That was the Miz. They said he he was out. Okay. Okay. Then that's, yeah. Which, um is the next match after the season. Uh, and I want to say this, though. I mean, uh, before it uh-huh. moves on here, um, I think, I think didn't Zane, Zane, win, Zane win? Zane won the match, yeah, um, with plenty of outside entertainment. Yes, yes. And I wanted to say, though, uh, um, that Roman Reigns decided he did not want to come to Romania because of of the whole virus thing, which I think is okay. But I think if, if you're being safe and everything, I think it shouldn't be an issue. But what do you think about well, that? Well, and here's 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 where I become brutally honest because yeah. I do not like Roman Reigns. I I, I yeah. can't even the words can't even express <laughs> how much I dislike this guy. But given yeah. the fact that he's a two-time leukemia survivor, highly immunocompromised, um, he's one of those people okay, yeah. who could still catch this virus even if he did everything right. So I absolutely one hundred one hundred percent respect his decision to not be there. I okay. I I no idea he had he had a bad immune. Um, yep. So he had cancer. You know, okay. Well, got I got that now. That makes more. Yeah, sense and and part of yeah. what would be included in his uh, his his treatment, unfortunately, includes medications that take a toll on the immune system. So he's leukemia free, which I do believe he is right now. Um, yes. the medications that he would take to, to keep that going are unfortunately reducing his immunity. So yeah, oh, okay. he, he, he made a smart decision. Okay. I, I want to make sure that was, you know, I, I'm not sure about that. No, no, not at all. So, uh, 
moving on to what uh, you refer to as the uh, stole on the show. Yeah. John Morrison, Jimmy Uso, and Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I'm curious to hear your input on this because, um, you know, you were watching it slightly ahead of me. Um, yeah. and you were, you were about one and a half matches ahead of me all night because I, I got in a little late from work yesterday and just kind of jumped, right. started watching it from the beginning, but it was already in progress. So, um, Right. What about this match stole the show? Um, I just think the latter is a huge um, object that is not synonymous with with WWE matches, and they use the latter the latter anything any any which way it was they were going crazy up, getting hit in the face, getting body slams in the in the ladders. They were going crazy, getting jumped off the ladders. Um, all, all these jumps off the ropes and then just then, then just like the very end of the match where they were on top all three were on top of the of the ladder trying to get both of the belts down and then uh Kofi and uh J- Jimmy Uso had the actual um I I I, I don't, don't don't know what it's called the black thing that held, held the yeah yeah the uh the suspension device (laughs) right right and then next thing you see you see john morrison falling down with the belts in hand broke away with both of them i was like what are the odds that he just gets those you know it's it's so and then you see the the faces of jimmy uso Kofi were just like, bro, what happened? There, <laughs> yeah, like, like for that brief oh, minute, they weren't mad at each other anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're great friends. Off, Sh- sure, know. sure, but you know, they had literally just been duking it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what I like about wrestling is, and MMA also UFC, is that they'll they'll battle each other for like you know a long time period, and then they'll, after it's over, it's like let's ha- let's hug it out or shake hands, or whatever. And just show respect of, of you know of the competition we just had. You know, it's pretty awesome. It is. It is. Um, some of my favorite uh, rivalries are between people who are actually incredibly close in real life. I mean, for some I ever I saw that was like way back. Undertaker, uh, Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. I think it was or Matt Hardy. I'm not sure which Hardy it was, but Taker and him had a hell of a fight and after the show was over after the match was over he like he he held up Jeff Hardy's hand up high um, because he wanted to show him that he was a great competitor and he's a guy to look out for in the future Uh, yeah yeah and um, especially like when that uh, bleeds out into a real life thing Um, the uh, the the ones that I always think of are uh Ric Flair and Rowdy Roddy Piper just had a vicious blood feud and the best of friends behind the scenes. And, and I also, I don't know if you watched the most recent episode of the Broken Skull Sessions, but uh, Steve Austin and Bret Hart, who, again, some of the most violent matches you've yeah. ever seen, absolutely adore each yeah, other off, off camera. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. 
it's yeah, it's, it, Brett screwed Brett, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But uh, that that's your guy, yeah. Though, anyway, uh, Brett Hart, obviously. Um. So. Uh... Yeah, the um, the the tag match. See, well, not really a tag match. The tag match that wasn't a tag match. Um, I, I, I yeah. thought it could have been better. Um, okay. reason being, the performance center is just too small. Um, yeah. you know, when when they're on the big stage at Mania, much bigger ring, much taller ladders, a lot more. Than yeah, there was there's a couple times I noticed where they had to be very careful of their spatial awareness on on some of the big spots yeah. coming off the ladders. And everything. Right. Um. So I feel like it suffered in that sense because all of these guys are guys that I know are capable of that match. I mean, especially Kofi yeah. Kingston. Kofi Kofi Kingston in any kind of a gimmick match, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his time to shine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Miz and Morrison still still champions. Be jealous. <laughs> now, did you like the, the video they had? The rap video they had before the match. Of, I'm not sure if it was before. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if it was on on that or on the pre-show. But um, they had Miz and Morrison rapping about the about tonight's event, whatever it was. It was pretty cool. Oh, that must funny. have been on the pre-show because I didn't. Oh, that is something to to watch. That funny I'm, it, I'm sure it's on the network still. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, on pre-show, but yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to take a look at that. So uh, next match, KO and Seth Rollins. KO and Seth Rollins in the next match. Oh. Love that match. Now, yeah. I have to say, I think that might be the first time I've seen the same guy lose twice in the same match. <laughs> that's Seth true. Um, by DQ, and then Kevin Owens right. insisted on restarting the match, and he proceeded to beat him again. The Masa- Monday, Monday Night Messiah. Um, I... Now, I this is you know not anything that was part of the broadcast. It's something that I I learned independently. But um, yeah, the original plan for that match had it taken place at Raymond James Stadium. The big mm-hmm. dive that Kevin Owens did off the WrestleMania sign at the Performance Center was supposed right. to be off the pirate ship at Stadium, oh. which. For people wow. that don't know, this is significantly higher up, significantly yes. more dangerous. Like we're we're talking we're we're talking scoreboard here, <laughs> yep. jumping off the jumbotron. That is scariest. And and I guess Kevin Owens had been scouting that site for well over a year since he found out that that's where WrestleMania was going to be. And okay. he had been up in that pirate ship trying to find the best way to jump, the, the safest. Oh, wow. Um, so talk about a guy that really got robbed of his WrestleMania moment. I know. Um, even though even he, even he, though that was, like, still pretty high up, though, still, but not in comparison to what it was going to be. But I just loved um, how he just – Going up there and just went all the way down and nailed it. It was an awesome moment. 
It was great. I mean, that was definitely the, uh, the high point of the match. It was the high yes. point of what I would consider to be an otherwise unremarkable match, but but what a high spot it was. Yeah, and Seth Rollins, um, great heel. He he took the cheap way out with the with, with the ring, with with the uh, the 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 bell. That was awesome. Heel move there, and then KO's like, no, 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 not gonna happen like this. And he called him a little chicken, I think. I think at the end of it, like, are you chicken? Or are you not, are you not man enough to come out here and fight me like a man? Yeah, kind of, what kind of messiah runs away? <laughs> yeah, and Kevin Owens, side note, Kevin Owens is the best guy on mic in WWE right now. He is really good on the mic. Fantastic. He is. He is. And, um, you know, he's – you really have to go back in history – wrestling to find a guy who's doesn't have the best physique but is still a damn good athlete and kevin owens is that indeed 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 he is so um next match braun Strowman versus goldberg for the universal title predictable very predictable um now, my understanding, that was supposed to be Roman Reigns' match, is that right? Yes, it was. So now this begs the question, does, does Braun Strowman get the push that Roman Reigns was supposed to get? Or do they just kind of put the belt on Braun Strowman for a transitional period? And when Roman Reigns is back after this whole virus thing is sorted out, does he get the push he was going to get? I think the latter there. Yeah, I, I think it'll be Braun for a while. And then they'll have maybe Braun will face Rain Reigns and then they'll go at it there. But um I just I just thought I just was puzzled puzzled when Goldberg got the belt in the first place at, at, Cr- at the Oh Rumble. yeah. Was it Crown Jewel or the Royal Rumble? I think it was the Rumble, I'm pretty sure. Is is the Rumble where he got the, okay. the belt. But I was I was pissed um, as a fan of wrestling. I was like, why give this less than part less than part time? He's like, he's never there. Like, he's, he's not even on uh, has a long term contract with WWE. So um, I was pissed when he, when he when he went beat uh, Brock Lesnar, I think, or whoever it was to get the belt. Um, but I Bray I Wyatt, I think. Bray, uh, was it? Bray I feel Wyatt? like it was Bray Wyatt. Oh yeah, I can't stand him either. Um, that's come later, didn't later later on on <laughs> yeah. that front. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, um, I just I just think that'll be. I I think it'll be Roman will get a, a run, you know, later on though. I think. I'm glad it was a squash match because yeah. let's face it, Bill Goldberg in his prime was a terrible wrestler. So yeah. um, there's no way we were gonna get a good 15 20 minute match out of this guy. And because they've been giving Goldberg so many squash, you know, two minute or less victories, it's nice to see the tables get turned on him. Yeah, he's like he he will like wince to the ring. So it's like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like exactly. So that's, that's about as much time as I'd like to spend on that match because we've now talked about yeah. that match for longer than that match happened. <laughs> 
Makes sense. Yeah. So we go to the main event of night one. Okay. Undertaker versus AJ Styles. I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll no, 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 no. I was very annoyed with this. Um, I was like, what are we seeing here? This is like over the top, full house, cheesy. It's like, oh, you old man, you're in the dirt, and like, oh, name what's your name, what's your wife's name again? Blah blah. blah. I I got you now, Undertaker. Blah blah. blah. And then got oh, you got Luke Gallows crossing. Oh, we'll take him out a little bit. Then now they're blah blah blah. And then Taker's talking shit to him, and then like it just goes on and on and on and on. And then you see Taker is in the grave. It's like oh. Then, 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 like, oh, next thing you see, Taker's behind AJ Styles, behind the tractor, whatever it is. And I'm like, oh my god, you got two minutes of this probably to go. It's just like not a real match. It's just like a movie, a a bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it it did it it did kind of feel like a B movie. Yeah, what what what, your thoughts on on that? I mean, I don't. Well, it's been 24 hours. Thought a lot about it, probably more than I should have. Um, and I really struggle with this match because on one hand, like if I were big into action movies or if I were big into slasher films, I would probably right. think that match was a four, four star match. Uh, oh, yeah. um, and you know, I'm satisfied with it in the sense that, uh, that, I feel like AJ Styles is a completely talentless hack, um, and <laughs> oh and and, uh, and it was just nice to see him lose because I was really afraid that that wasn't the direction they were going in. Um, I mean, it's it's obvious that um, this is probably going to be the Undertaker's last WrestleMania. One would think, but uh, so we've said several times before. Um, yes, it's overdue. And, and, and you know what? I think, I think the reason I didn't hate the match, definitely not as much as you, and and yeah. the reason why I didn't hate the match maybe as much as I should have, is because yeah. I I've literally watched the Undertaker's entire career. Yeah. I was I was watching the 1990 Survivor Series live on pay per view. And, and, you know, they brought him out the million dollar man's team. And it was the first time anyone had seen him. So I've literally seen the undertaker's entire career. And with that comes a lot of ridiculous shit. (laughs) Um, uh, one year at SummerSlam 1994, the main event was the undertaker versus the undertaker. Jesus. Um, so I've seen, you know, I've seen him be killed in buried alive matches. Right. I've seen him lose a casket match where Kane lit the casket on fire. Yeah. I've, I've seen him get killed by Yokozuna. <laughs> so, um, this was actually one of the more believable Undertaker moments that there were. I mean, I did like him being the badass again. Yeah. I like that though. Um, I didn't I actually do not like Taker as a whole. I don't like I never liked him, never have liked him, but 
Um, I did like him as a badass, though. The only time I liked him was as making badass on the on the bike and the going around and all that stuff. But that, that was cool, though. So so yeah, um, and 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 let's be honest, um, he's very limited in what he's able to do now. Yeah. So I feel like they almost had to have his match be like a movie in order True. for it to be compelling at all. Yeah, I I was just I was I was on Twitter after the WrestleMania and they were talking about this match on on their Twitter and all the comments are like, "Oh my god, that was so epic. It was so good. Oh my god, thank you. Oh my god, don't bow down to the WWE. Oh my god, is the best thing." I was like, "Shut the fuck up. Wasn't that great?" I'll I'll tell you that. Yeah, the the WWE universe as a collective seems very pleased with that match. My friend Ethan, he's a huge uh, wrestling fan, and he's like, "You you have to enjoy yourself in order to enjoy wrestling. Enjoy enjoy the moment, man. You can't take everything so seriously." I was like, "Well, it was it was just cheesy. That's all. It was cheesy, but you know, mm-hmm. they reached their own though. I think." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess if I really sit down and think about it, yeah. to even enjoy WWF, you, WWE, I still call it WWF after all these years. Right. It's been WWE longer than it was WWF. And it's still exactly. Cool. I yeah. still call it that. Yeah. But um, to be a fan of wrestling, there is, you do have to suspend disbelief. So, um I feel like maybe after I've had a few more days to settle with it, yeah. this match isn't going to bother me as much as it did. True. I, I agree with that. And before going to tonight's matches, um, I wanted to ask you from day one, day one, Garon, what were thoughts on him, on him, Mojo Raleigh and all that? And then the... Uh, and the, the 24-7 title. Yeah, your thoughts on that whole thing. Well, I hate Gronk. I, you know, nothing he does is I'm ever going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy's got no charisma. The guy's got no personality. He just, he just goes out there and acts like a meathead. And and I don't even know if he's in on the joke or if he definitely that's... is. He definitely is. He's a he, he's a smart guy because he 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 uh he's actually an NFL on Fox commentator now on Fox this year. And he and he he's fantastic at that, but he he plays the party douchebag role because you saw him with the uh, shades shades inside. It's to, 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 totally a tool move there, you know. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's no, I love Gronk. He's he's great. I love I love Gronk. Um, before we get on to next the next day, any final thoughts on day one? Final thoughts on well. Not really necessarily on day one, but I will tell yeah. you um, just the overall vibe of WrestleMania. Yeah. What I really, really miss is the Hall of Fame. Oh, always, that's right. It's always the night before WrestleMania. They didn't even announce it this year, announce anything this year at WrestleMania. Well, no, they, they had all the inductees lined up. Did they? Yeah, um, this year's class was going to be uh, the NWO, um, British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. No, I mean they didn't. I oh, mean, oh they, no, 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 they, yeah, they yeah, yeah. They, they, it's been postponed indefinitely. Oh, 
I was not aware of that. Okay. But yeah, that's like, that's that's a, the big shame for me because one of the one of my favorite things about WrestleMania weekend is the nostalgia. Um, the way they bring the legends back and put them into the storylines for Mania. And, and that was just sorely lacking. I mean, I, I really felt the absence of that. Yeah. Um, so the only thing I wanted to say other than that about night one is uh, when we left night one after the Undertaker rode off on his Harley, I was like, well, there it is. The strangest thing I'll ever see at WrestleMania. And I Until had tonight. no idea what was in store for me, and I'm going to let you take it from there. Okay. Well, tonight is day two, tonight, day two of two at WrestleMania. Um, so, kick off the event, kick off the pre show event. I'm not sure if you saw that or not. I did. But it, you did. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so, it's Canada, Canada's own Natalia versus Liv Morgan. Uh, with with no crowds, you get to hear the ref and the smack talk in detail <laughs> than you normally do. How would you like that aspect as far as just like what the, the back of noises and all that? Um, it's good and bad. Um, yeah. You know, like, like you mentioned earlier with Asuka, it kind of drives you crazy a little bit. But... Yeah. Um, in in some aspects, I really appreciated it, and this was one of those yeah. aspects where I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was a fair amount. Uh, it wasn't over the top. It was excessively loud. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it, it it added something to the match where there otherwise wouldn't have been anything because we're relying on crowd noise. We're relying on right. we're relying on reactions. That that weren't going to happen this year. My only thing I don't I don't like about this, even though it's just one small thing, is like the refs are just annoying as fuck. Yeah, I'll say that much. Uh, we'll we'll get much greater into detail on that when we talk about Edge and Randy Orton's match. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Well, in the pre-show match, a huge win for Liv Morgan gets the one, two, three pin on Natalia. What? Which for me was a very Vanilla match. Your thoughts on how that went down? I think so too, and um, I, I understand why they did it as as a kickoff match because um, Liv Morgan was away for some time while they retooled her character. Yep. Um, you know, she was kind of the Harley Quinn psycho, and now she's kind of the uh, <laughs> she's kind of the diva. Yeah. Yep. Um. Which is fine. I mean, I have no issues with them changing a character and, and you know, taking them off camera for a while. Um, yep. And Liv Morgan is one of one of the people who I do believe is the future of the women's division. Absolutely. But she's a long way from where she needs to be. So mm-hmm. a good low car or off the main card altogether, I guess. I was going to say low car. Right. A good match where she gets a clean win over a respected veteran um, mm-hmm. is probably the, the the first stepping stone that she needs in her career. I agree. Um, opening match of WrestleMania Day two, Night Two. 
um, was NXT Championship uh, of the Girls Championship, Women's Championship, the Queen, 10-time champion, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Um, first off, what did you think of a, of a legend like Charlotte Flair going down to NXT to, to get her shot at the championship? Uh, if there was somewhere lower that they could send her, I'd like to see her go there. <laughs> oh, you have so much hate for my girl. I, 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 wish, uh, I wish they still had Ohio Valley and they could just send her there and never hear her <laughs> name again. Why the hate on uh, Charlotte Flair? Um, three reasons. Number one, I have no respect for her family. Um, I think I think okay. I, agree. I, agree I, I think okay. her dad is a plague on wrestling. I agree on that um, as well. Number two, I I just I've seen everything. She's one of the through no fault of her own because I'll give her this. She's a better worker than her father ever was. She's a better wrestler mm-hmm. than her father ever was. And she's a yeah. better human being than her father ever was. Yes. Doesn't stick much. Um, so I, I actually have no problem with Ashley Flair, the person. Yeah. My issue is only yeah. with Charlotte Flair, the character. And and oh, I and okay. I think the big reason for that is uh, she, she. They seem to have no direction with her. Like, is she bad? Is she good? <laughs> Yeah, right. in between, yeah, you yeah. never know from night to night if she's a villain or if she's a good guy. Right. Um, and I just, uh, you know, I, I feel like she she's done so much for the women's division and so much to 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 give credibility to the women's division because ten years ago the uh, the women's division was was a joke. Um, you know, yeah. no one respect. It was a. It was basically like it, wrestling porn, essentially. Yeah, um, exactly. And and the people that were good athletes really got screwed in that deal because they they weren't what they were looking for. Yeah. Um. And I feel like Charlotte Flair has done so much to advance that, but then I feel like when she does things like has one of her implants explode and has to miss a bunch of time. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you just started showing women in in a non stereotypical fashion, and now you're getting way too much plastic surgery. Right, um, and that's you know that's kind of my that's, that's my big issue. Um, but I'll I'll never uh, I'll never take away from from her ability, and I'll never take away from from all indications okay. off camera. She's a wonderful human being. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to hear, at least. <laughs> um, haven't seen this much aggression from her in a while. Um, what What did you think of of numerous leg stomps and snapping her legs to the steel post and chop blocks or the match? Well, I, I actually really was into that because that's one of those throwbacks to classic wrestling where it's called pick a body part and isolate it. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the all time great submission wrestlers, your 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 Jericho's, your Hearts. I know you're not allowed to say this name, but your Benoit's. Um, Benoit's, yeah. yeah. That was uh, that was what the, that <laughs> was a, a huge part of their their character. You know, they were they were yeah. just merciless, and they would take a pick one body part and just beat it down until you couldn't continue the match anymore. So. 
Exactly. That was a good throwback, yeah. especially knowing that she's got a wake based submission finisher. Yeah. And is it just me or is Rhea Rhea Rip, uh, Ripley like a man? Like look like a man? Like China did? Like she, she looks like a man to me. You know, I think a lot of that is just because she wanted to change her look so drastically. So she went with mm-hmm. like the mohawk and the tattoos and everything. Um, because otherwise she was just going to blend right into this roster. So, um, I understand why she went with the look that she did. And, um, Mm -hmm. when she's not in character, I think you would be surprised. (laughs) Yeah. If, if, if you just pop onto her Instagram page or something where it's her living her day to day life, she, Mm -hmm. she, she is not masculine at all. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know, at least. Um, now, the queen makes Rhea tap out with a figure four turn into figure eight, making her a three-time NXT champion. Your thoughts on the ending there? Um, I'm interested to see where they're going with that. Um, I, it yeah. is weird to me that they put the belt on Rhea Ripley just to take it right off of her. And maybe this is the start of a back and forth because... I mean, Charlotte, I've seen her wrestle everyone on SmackDown. I've seen her wrestle everyone on Raw. So maybe this this was a smart move just to, to freshen up her her matches. I agree. Because, I mean, I, I, I like Asuka. I like Becky Lynch. I like Bailey. I like Sasha Banks. Yep. But do you want to see Charlotte wrestle them again? <laughs> <laughs> true. True. I don't know. <clears throat> Um, now next we have Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. Actually, a pretty good match, I think. Um, just give your thoughts overall on the match. Um, very predictable ending, yeah. Um, and kind of what we were talking about earlier with without the crowd noise, you hear everything a lot more. You, you yeah. certainly heard Lana a lot more tonight. Oh my god. And that was not for the better. No. Um, But I I felt the finish where, you know, she, where Bobby Lashley has Aleister Black locked up and ready to tap out. Yeah. Um, And then she instead recommends that he spear him. (laughs) Everyone knows what's going to happen now. Yeah. Got a a black mask to his face. Yep. So, um, you know, I guess they're probably setting the stage for for Lana and Bobby Lashley to split up. Yeah, is it Rusev and her like married like off screen, off camera? In real life, real yes. Life? I thought so. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. I must have missed. I'm, I must have. I don't watch Montana Raw, so I must have missed. They got married on on this sh- on the show. They and but, yeah, and that was actually when they chose to bring Liv Morgan, Morgan back because. Yeah, she was outraged that she was marrying Bobby Bobby Lashley because she was in the I saw that, that they were in love with each other. Right, and right. And, and I'm glad they kind of ditched that because Liv Morgan deserves better than that, as far as you know, a character and a storyline. Absolutely. On this match, though, um, I thought it was a pretty strong match to begin with, um, as far as like just their. Aleister Black is like one of the 
he's he's so quick and that agile for a big guy. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was awesome to watch him at his best. And and Lashley Lashley is probably one of the strongest people I've ever strongest people in in the sport right now. He he's just a, he's a madman. Um, he's probably on steroids, um, possibly, but I don't know. He, he's um, yeah, and you know the thing with Lashley that surprises me is that guy is ageless. I mean, you know, know. he's been doing this a lot of years. He's been like the nineties, yeah, nineties or so. Um, I want to say yeah. late nineties, early two thousands, at least. But uh, I mean, he's older than I am, which you yeah. know, in in in, yeah. in in sports, you know, that's a bit. You know, forty is ancient. Yeah. Um, right. So uh, exactly. um, yeah, Bobby Lashley. I mean, he he's he looks the same as he did in his twenties performs as well as he did in his 20s more power to him congratulations to him for getting a spot on the mania card because you know the mania card is kind of where where they choose to showcase the best of the best and even in a filler match which no disrespect but that's what this was yeah Um, the next match we have is um, Dolph versus Dolph Ziggler's tool. Um, uh, Mandy Rose comes. I'll just say this: the match itself no. was not <laughs> great, but the ending was great. Uh, where Mandy Rose comes in, slaps Sonny Deville, then low ball, low, low blows Dolph, and then Otis wins, and then Mandy. And Otis's, Otis's arms, and they make out a little bit. What do you make it make of this uh, match? So the- one of the other traditions of WrestleMania is the WrestleMania bonus, and Vince McMahon apparently after WrestleMania is very generous with bonuses for people who, well, everyone who performed on WrestleMania gets a big bonus, but but then people who okay. really took their performance to the next level their their oh, bonus okay. goes up incrementally because of that. And nice. I think and I'm not a Mandy Rose fan. I don't dislike her, but I'm not a Mandy Rose mark by any means. Okay. Mandy Rose deserves the biggest WrestleMania bonus of the year for pretending to be attracted to Otis. <laughs> that guy is not <laughs> he belongs in until and I said your said your text, but he Belongs yes, he does. He, he, oh. Yeah, he like he would have fit right in with the Wyatt family five, six years ago. Get <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying there? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the match itself was subpar, maybe a C. Maybe. Plus, maybe. Um, maybe that, <laughs> C minus. I don't know, but. The ending was A plus plus for me. It was I. I was dying. I was like, oh my god. Um, you know, it was a nice throwback to the to the stories that they used to do in the eighties and nineties. Like, I, I mean, back yeah, in the day, sure. it was very storyline based, and uh, and and, and yeah. it was a nice throwback to that. The whole do you, now here's here's an observation. Do you think we're ever going to find out who the the mystery person was that recorded? Uh, the whole backstage segment with Sonya Deville and Dolph Ziggler. And... 
Well, honestly, I don't watch Raw SmackDown. I don't well, but but they showed on. it in the match um, preview. Where? Yeah. Oh, that's true. You know, I would <laughs> I would assume that someone will be revealed at some point, but it's probably someone that's already in that circle. It might be like Dolph Ziggler himself because he wanted to just avoid conspiracy yeah, theories yeah. against him. You never, you know, I, I, I like a good conspiracy okay. theory myself, but yeah. you know, I don't really care. Either, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> that's just my thoughts on it, but but you know, um, but this next match though was my favorite match of, of the both of both days. It it really was. It was the last match I think, match between best friends off camera, Randy Orton and and Edge, um, but evilness between them mm-hmm. since the rumble um but first i want to ask you um this match was a, was a long match it was about almost an hour almost but um start off though Orton is um his, his comes on you don't see him for a while it's like oh here we go okay it's gonna come out from, from nowhere um but you see him you see him as a cameraman on this on the back behind edge and then these are arcade. Your thoughts on the first um, opening there? For, um, for this it was a good, interesting way to start it because um, the you know the way they've built this feud up for the last couple months, you knew that as soon as Edge laid eyes yeah. on him, no matter where it was in the building, he was going to jump on top of him, and 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 it would be a violent match. So I mean, out of necessity, yeah. they had to do something like that. Um, yeah, no, no, yeah, I was I, just gonna say go so creatively, it was the right decision. I think, I think also, since they're best friends off camera, best friends in real life, I I think it makes it this much more fun for them to play it after the camera, the cameras, and all this. It's fantastic, but um, uh, this match though, about the referee here, I'd ask of this, um, how slow are these officials on, the, on these 10 counts? Like, because like one guy was down for like twenty seconds before he got like to six, so like how yeah, yeah, and, um, very uh, very varying definitions of being on your feet. Right. Yeah, it's like they'll give it. Like, if you're like on a tiptoe, you'll they'll, they'll give it. Yeah, okay, even if you do right back down again. Um, yeah, and. Officials, um, WD officials are very, are very, uh, probably are the worst, worst refs, I think, but it, they have to because it's the refs. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The NFL refs uh, during a strike <laughs> might have the. Well, during a, during a <laughs> strike, yes, but these guys are like, these guys, these guys, like, they're are full time, are the full time guys, you know, or in gals, I guess. Um, but, um, so Orton. Started the match. Started the matchup with a nice camera to the face of Edge. Your thoughts on two things: one, your thoughts on that, and also your thoughts on how painful is that to the well. Mm, they they they've got it figured out to to you know the best camera angle to have to where you block that. It doesn't look like you block that. Um, and especially yeah. I would think with Edge. Um, Given his his history with injuries, I'm sure they're probably being very careful right. with what they do with him. 
Yeah, that that come a minute a minute here, but um, both both men uh, beat the shit out of each other. They really did for forty five minutes. Um, in the end, Edge looks in locks in a submission move, and then lock then looks up to the skies of the FCW whatever it is uh, performance center. And then a nails a chair shot in the back of the neck, and he is the last man standing. Now, uh, for your thoughts on the match overall, um, I thought it was hilarious when <laughs> the fucking official was saying to to, or- to Orton, "It's like he has yeah. a family, no, he has a family." Yeah. What do you, you think of that? Um, that well. Crazy. That referee was loud. That referee was obnoxious. Um, but I gotta say, I yeah. think that referee was the most interesting part of the match. Oh, oh it was a snooze! I fell asleep three times during that match. Oh, that was Did you really? that was painful to watch. Okay. It, the the pace was right. so slow, and and there were no. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple big spots. For the match, you know, like when they wound up uh, up on top of the semi, and even even in the pickup, yeah, just nothing that I would yeah. expect from either one. Is like, I, I expected more from both of these guys. Okay, that's fair. Um, but I just thought Edge was going to win this match anyway because like it was, it, he was he was bound to win this match over Orton. It really was. And how it ended though was really awesome though. He up the sky. He was those his big guys. It was and the great, whole uh, oh, he can't bring himself to do it. Oh wait, yes he can. <laughs> yes he can. And then I thought it was funny um, at the. I'm not sure if saw this, but at the end of the match, Edge um, put his hands on hands on Norton to see make sure he, yeah. he, he was okay <laughs> after the match was over. But then the, then you see the, the the cameraman goes nope. Go, cut away from that cut away cut away from that um so it was awesome though but um here we go your favorite guy Gronk <laughs> here again uh from the, from the balcony takes out everyone on the ground and then in fast shocking fashion he is your 24 7 champion and he left the building your thoughts on uh, well that event there? um uh, you know to me it just felt like uh you know they they had to they had to find a way to, to get him off the show because I mean he wasn't really contributing much to it, um, and, and he can't do much, too much as the host anyway. So yeah. um, they they involved right. him as much as they could. I assume they probably paid hefty to have him there. Four, yeah. Exa- well, well, now he's yeah. probably he actually I think is under contract. Oh, I mean, oh, that's right. He's actually on the rock. I think right. he's on a short-term oh, contract because, well, at least now they have to have him back to, to drop the 24-7 belt to somebody. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going. With this. I don't know who's going to beat him. You know, Tom Brady's got nothing going on right now. So, my guess is. I guess it's, probably, I guess probably he'll find some way to get it back. I when, when they first announced announced this uh, this belt about a year, almost maybe 
it's been a while since I had it. I thought it was the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life when I saw when I heard twenty four seven twenty four seven. It's like it's the it's the fucking hard. Exactly, and that's exactly what they've done yeah. with it. Yeah, and it's so dumb. I I don't like it. It's it's worthless to have. It's like you're fucking arts. It's it's for arts. Yep. That's what it is. And 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 then you're just it just but, like the hardcore belt. You're gonna put it on a bunch of people who are gonna hold it for ten seconds. Yep. Exactly. It's I I'm moving on. Matt. I'm moving on. All right. Um. All right. So next up we have the Raw Tag Team Championships match. Um, Tree Profits versus Garza and mm-hmm. Theory, I guess. Uh, kind of a kind of a very match. very vanilla match and. You do have some good athletes in there, so they really missed some opportunities there. Yeah, I mean the Prophet Prophet did, did win the the match, but it's from it was just a very uh, boring match I agree. for me. Really and was. I mean, you know, you've when you've got a, a a good villain manager like Zelina Vega, involve her in the match, have her, you know, I mean. I she was kind of a factor, but you know, have have her help them cheat more, something. Right, but the best part of the match was after the match was over. Uh, Post match, an ambush for on mm-hmm. the uh, profits. Um, uh, then uh, Belair, uh, yeah. Belair takes care of some business, and then dances with her weave <laughs> in her hand. Your thoughts? Uh, um, <laughs> my understanding is that she is the real life wife of one of the street prophets. I think Dawkins. That's true. Yes, that's true. So I mean, yep. it, that's that's a nice. You know, I have no objection to that. Finding an finding a nice way that doesn't uh, mess with any storylines and doesn't mess with the flow of the show to just kind of have them have a moment together. Absolutely. All right. Um, let's see here. All right, my notes. All right. Um, so, SmackDown Women's Championship Fatal Five Way Elimination Match: uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Tamina, Lacey Evans, and Naomi. Um, it comes down to Bailey and Lacey Evans, and Sasha Banks comes back, gave a backstabber to Evans, and uh, Bailey wins. Shockingly. Thoughts on this whole ordeal that happened down? Uh, my contender for match of night two is definitely this one. Um, okay. I did. Um, I, I I really liked the strategy of get Tamina out first, so um, everyone yeah. everyone <laughs> dog piles on her. Everyone hits their finisher on her. <laughs> Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, between taking four finishers that are supposed to any one of those moves should have ended the match and then have four people on top of you to pin you. Oh, so afraid they were going to have her kick out of that, but they didn't. So no harm, no foul. Yeah. Um, and, and then it just, you know, it's sort of, uh, I, I, I kind of know where they were going with this all um, yeah, Sasha Banks is gonna be the person to take the belt off Bailey. Thank God, I can't stand Bailey. Never have. I, I, I didn't like her old character, but I love her new character. 
I don't like any of the pickers. I don't, I don't like her as at all. I don't really like her. Yeah, but, I, I, uh, I, 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 I hold Bailey in very high regard. Oh, okay. Um, so, and that could be why, uh, why this was the match of the night for me because she ended up walking away from from a situation yeah. she was supposed to lose. Right. Exactly. But all odds, you know. Yeah. Exactly. And I knew she was going to win tonight. Because I know yeah. I want it to be a one-on-one where Sasha takes the belt off of her. Right. But they yeah. still did a good job of having an air of mystery. Like, you know, w- yep. were they going to eliminate everyone together? And then was Sasha just going to lay down for her? Was, True. was, ba- was Bailey going to expect her to lay down for her? And then that causes a rift. Yeah. So I, I, I like the way they did this. I mean, all this match was, was, um, essentially a storyline to get them to that point that they, they, they yeah. have to advance the build up to a, a one-on-one Bailey Sasha match. And I, I, I agree. Yeah. This match was the vehicle for that. So, I mean, I'm kind of a jaded wrestling fan where I'm like, Oh yeah. I predicted this storyline three, four months ago. Right, I hear you. And, I hear you, and I appreciate that you know they at least were able to leave some some mystique about it to where I couldn't say for sure how the match was going to end. Exactly. Um, okay, so next next up we have uh, John Cena uh, versus oh, not versus but and the Fiend Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt in a Firefly Funhouse match. Um, would you explain to people what happened here? What were your thoughts on what evolved here in this mayhem? Well, it's so funny because all weekend long I was saying, what the hell is a Firefly Funhouse match? I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, because, and you don't watch you don't watch the, the weekly shows, so you didn't catch right. this, but John Cena cut a promo on SmackDown on Friday, and he mm. said, "I don't even know what the hell a Firefly Funhouse match is, <laughs> but I know I'm gonna kick your ass in it." Um, and then I don't know what happened. Um, Basically, it's just like <laughs> Bray Bray Wyatt um, in several forms. Seen that several, several forms like thugonomics in his in his Babe Ruth jersey, you know these nuts and all this. The, stuff. the original John Cena character, which is awesome. Um, then you have the John Cena with like just the clean cut hair, like old man hairs, and all this, and like a lot, a lot of staging was done, scripting was done um, for the match, uh, if you call it a match. Like, and then and Bray's like. John, this is this is you're you're facing yourself one on one, blah blah, blah, and all these all these all these games, and they had these montages of all this all these matches they had together, and all six years back with WrestleMania and all this stuff, and just ended 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 with uh, the Fiend trying to pin Cena with the sister Abigail and all this. It was, it was just a a very bizarre. Failed. I don't know. A lot of really neat throwbacks to old stuff, like the Kurt Angle Invitational, and um, yeah, and and they even got the first couple WrestleManias in 
Yeah. They had Bray Wyatt cut a promo as like Randy Savage. They had him be Hulk <laughs> Hogan. They had him be the NWO. That was funny. Um, yeah. I, I will say the editing was really like. Oh, no, no doubt about it. Yeah. Like that, that famous John Cena 2002 ruthless aggression. Yeah. They did a great job of making that look like that was happening tonight. Yep. Um, Absolutely. So, um, yeah, this is something that I really struggle with. As a wrestling fan, that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I agree. As a person who loves really surreal movies and TV shows, um, that, that, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I, I, I went on Twitter and I mentioned, you know, was, this saw- is kind of like <laughs> WWE if it was directed by David Lynch. <laughs> yes. And um, I, I will say this much. It was probably the best match of John Cena's career. <laughs> Oh my! Oh, um, I don't know about that. I I don't know. But he had a lot of good, good moments in his career. I was gonna say that's coming from someone who hates John Cena. <laughs> I figured as much, and I love John Cena. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it, it it was a cool concept, and yeah, and and it was something that they definitely would only have been able to do in a WrestleMania with no people. Right. Um. Yeah. I agree with that. For sure. I, I think I read somewhere that it took like 30 hours to edit that all together. And, really? And film that and everything. Um, Crazy. But I mean, really, no, there was no point to it. Yep. I agree with that. Um, I was kind of, I was, uh, I was shocked to see what they did with that. I was like, huh. But as far as, the value of like the quality of it production wise, it was pretty good production wise. It was good, but I wanted to watch a, a match between the, those two guys, you know, but it never happened. Never happened. Definitely going to, definitely going to go down as one of the weirder WrestleMania moments. Yes. I would say this, I would take, take your styles over this one any, any day of the week for me. And I hated that. So that's so much I hate the hate the production. You know, I thought about you when I was watching this tonight. I was, you? Like, I, I was like, boy, <laughs> he spoke too soon. We talked about that last night. <laughs> oh, when I got like a minute into this thing, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> what what the fuck is happening here? Uh, yeah, and and I I still can't even explain what we thought. Like, there's no way that we can. For people that are listening to the podcast, there's no way we can describe what happened accurately. There's and I and what's even worse before going go the last match of the event is that on Twitter, WWE t- did a poll. What was your favorite match of the, t- of the night? 80, 50% of them say the far fucking funhouse match. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And then the last minute standing match was like twenty eight percent second highest, but fifty percent of people like that. I don't. I don't. <sighs> and and that's just fifty percent of people that said it was their favorite match. The other fifty yeah. percent people still might have liked it, but they just liked another match more. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you know, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope I don't have a dream, a dream about um, Bray Wyatt tonight when I go to bed tonight. I really and maybe that was the whole that. point. <laughs> you know, you know, it might might be the point. You never know. Um, all right, so we'll move into the final match of the night of the wrestling WrestleMania um, for the WWE Championship: Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. Um, so it first started out with uh, a Claymore kick to Lesnar, and then after that, it was like three, three, or, I think it was three, or, three or four F fives uh, from Brock to Drew, and he kept getting up after. He kept getting up is pretty awesome what he was doing there. It's pretty cool. Um, and then, but Drew eventually hit a few Claybornes himself. He's a new champion, 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 and hit some Claybornes in which was a very short match. Uh, your thoughts? On this match in Halloween, very anticlimactic for a main event. Um, very, very anticlimactic for a main event where they had all the time in the world to put together, you know, whatever match they wanted. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a very good chance that because around WrestleMania time every year. There's a bunch of YouTube channels and a bunch of wrestling fan pages that like to put together lists of best and worst WrestleMania, this, that. Right. This might go down as the worst WrestleMania main event ever. I mean, there was nothing to it. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, one thing I will say, though, is this. I did enjoy myself laughing uh, at Paul Heyman just yelling at Brock. <laughs> Get up, get up! He's gonna get a clayboard again. He's gonna try. <laughs> Come on, get up! Ah, that was fun. I like I like Paul Heyman. He's funny guy. He's hilarious. You're a Paul Heyman guy. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't say him, but he I find him I find him very funny though. I do find him very funny. Um, two more things, sir. Then we'll let you go. Sure, sure. In WrestleMania history, um, the host really doesn't do much. Um. Why do you think they have hosts at WrestleMania? Um, it's all part of the whole tradition thing. Um, it's something that they they did from from the beginning. And it's something that they just wanted to keep going. And part of it is because it's always like a big name person who is from outside of wrestling. So they do that for the crossover appeal. Um, they yeah. really count on WrestleMania bringing in new fans, Absolutely. people who otherwise wouldn't have watched. So, especially this time, this time of we're in right now. Especially. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, there's such a there's such a shortage of, of things to watch right now. People have probably already binged through everything, or uh, like we right. talked about at the beginning, we're just hurting for for new sports. So, um, that, that, yeah, that was, that was their chance. I, whether it succeeded or not, I don't know, but, um, right. Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we will. And before I get to my last thing here, um, do you think I've seen like pay-per-views I've seen or some things I've seen probably like from 90, maybe 2000 ish to like to now. So I've seen like the last Probably almost 20 years worth of pay-per-views. 
I've seen like 16 or seven last well, 16 or 17 years of pay-per-views, okay. I think, um, of WrestleMania's, but um, will it be worth it to go one, one, two, one through 36, all, one through 35? I guess I won't go to last year, but um, is it worth, worth it to go all, all, all the way through? Oh, absolutely. It is. 100%. Okay. Yes. Um, it, for so many reasons. I mean, like, like we've talked about again, um, off the podcast, um, we yeah. just to watch it evolve, to watch it become a thing. Um, and it's just a great yeah. time capsule for where society was at that time. Like, um, yeah. you're, you're, you're a few years younger than me. So, um, especially yeah. those very early WrestleManias, it's, you know, um, mm-hmm. I was three. Eighty-five. Yeah. So obviously, you wouldn't have remembered that. Uh, Right. I've heard. Yeah. So, um, but and just you're, you you know, they call them WrestleMania moments for a reason. And um, the first two are really hard to get through. Yeah, I get, I get that. I'm trying to get um, ones, but, but yeah, starting with WrestleMania three and then moving on there, mm-hmm. you're you're in for a lot of treats. You really are. Absolutely. Um, the first one I remember, like really remember watching, was like the Big Show in in, in Big Floyd. Oh, okay, okay. That was that wasn't that all was that long. I... No, it was not long ago. But that was one of my first time I've ever seen it actually okay. all the way through live. Yeah. Um, but finally, though, um, any final comments? And what do you see the fallout fallout after WrestleMania going forward? Oh, it's so hard to tell because um, I, I don't know how much they're going to even bother trying to advance storylines from the Performance Center. Yeah. Um, and there are rumors that um, that they're going to be canceling a lot of live events well, like and the, the pay-per-views. Thing. Like, I mean, they're kind of locked oh, really? in the bank oh, okay. because they advertised it all night tonight. But oh, okay. um, there is there's talk that a lot of talent is going to get laid off. There's talk that pay-per-views okay. might not be moving forward. Um, and you know, take all of that with a grain of salt because I don't think anyone knows what's going to happen. For sure. Right. Exactly. And know. especially with yeah. um, with the performance center in Florida, Florida is one of the states that's pretty relaxed on the uh, on, on how we're responding to the <laughs> pandemic. So. It, they, oh, are they? They yeah they um their breaks open or their beaches open spring break and now dozens of people. That, that decided oh. to go on spring break can't figure out why they're sick now. <laughs> it's it's, oh, it's sure. very similar okay. to the movie Jaws. If you if you've seen that. <laughs> yeah. I've seen Jaws, Please close yeah. the beach. Yeah. There's yeah. sharks. <laughs> Not closing <laughs> the beach. I need that money. <laughs> um. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see how th- how everything goes. You know. Um, overall, this is probably 
the weirdest event I've ever seen. Um, for it's you know, with no fans in it, it was very, very for two days straight. It was very strange to see, but also very insightful, I think, in many, many ways to see how, how it all went down and all that. Um, but hopefully next year we'll have the we'll have fans and, and all well, that. Well, you know, next year, because they announced it at the pay-per-view, um, next year, my okay. favorite city in the world on the week of my birthday, I, I might be there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> just You just might. Yeah, you might, might be down. That'd be awesome. L.A. It nice. is. It's it's nice it's my home away from home. I'm sure I'm all your uh, colors and all that stuff. So I think you'll, you'll absolutely go enjoy, enjoy it down there. All right. Well, thanks for coming on this podcast. Sounds good. About wrestling, and then we'll talk to you next time. Bye.